welcome to the Nightlight Tales podcast. Thanks for tuning into the fifth of six episodes based on my short story, A Zombie Christmas. Three men, one solid plan to bring joy to children during a zombie apocalypse. A risky plan that could end their lives, but they are willing to sacrifice them in order to save Christmas for the children. That is a synopsis for what is and has been my most popular story that I have released as a self-published author. It has an average rating of 4 out of 5 and over 40 reviews, and it is available wherever you get your ebooks from. This short story isn't exclusive to Amazon and can be found in both Nightlight Tales collections and the Mike Beam Chronicles. And for those listening, I'm recording this on Thanksgiving Day, so I wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great one. Let's go ahead and get into episode 5. What about guns and ammunition? Fred asked. I'm about empty. Mike, without saying a word, got up and made his way to the back of the store. A few moments later, Jim and Fred heard wheels rolling across the tile and looked towards that direction. Mike appeared in the light, pushing a large cabinet on wheels. It was red all over except for the lid, which was black, and the handles that were silver. Mike propped open the lid as Jim and Fred came over to investigate. What they saw amazed them. Got you covered, Mike replied, sitting down in a chair. How in the world did you amass such a stockpile? Jim asked. As he reached in and pulled out a brand new double barrel shotgun, he checked the chamber. It was loaded. You outdid yourself, Fred replied, as he picked up a machine gun with a loaded clip. I'm not sure we can carry all of them, but there's plenty of ammunition and plenty of weapons to choose from, Mike replied. I scavenged most of them from my trips back and forth to the mall. You'll be surprised what people leave behind when they get killed by a zombie. Fred picked up a set of throwing stars and a couple of knives. Crazy haul, Mike. I honestly just found, grabbed, and tossed them into the cabinet when I got up here. I'm not even sure what is in there anymore. How did you get the cabinet upstairs? Jim asked, taking a seat and warmed himself by the kerosene heater. He laid the shotgun over his lap and watched the zombies pressing up against the glass. Did he hear it crack? Or was it just his imagination? He figured it was just the nerves talking and focused in on his conversation with Mike. But his eyes kept watching and his ears kept listening. If the glass did show the slightest signs of breaking, he would know it in an instant. The elevators were still working at the time. I rolled it into one of them, and to the second level I went. A lucky break, Fred replied, as he took a seat and put his head back. Sometimes a little bit of luck is all we need, especially in this world, Mike replied, eyeballing the zombies pressed against the glass. How about we rest a bit, then collect the kids' toys, pack up for the morning, and then we'll take turns on guard duty. Sure, Jim replied, as Fred let out a long snore. They both looked over at him. I'll watch. You rest, Mike. You sure? Sure. Wake me up in an hour or so, Mike replied, closing his eyes. Will do, Jim replied, and then pumped the shotgun. He eyeballed the zombies and listened for cracking glass. Time passed, and once they were up and rested, they rounded up the kids' toys and packed everything up for the morning. Once finished, they drank and ate, relaxed, and just tried to get their mind focused for Christmas morning. Zombies shuffled outside, and one jingled and jangled 
still spilling change while he shuffled about. December the 25th. Around dawn, Mike's watch alarm went off. He had been napping on guard duty while the others slept. He stretched, got the men stirring with an easy breakfast, and then it was time, time to get back to their neighborhood and deliver the presents. They suited up in their cold weather gear, loaded up with as many weapons as they could carry, and they made their way to the back of the store. Okay, guys, Mike replied, a hand on the door handle that used to let employees and delivery guys enter and leave the store. I haven't been out back before, just the front. I don't know what is lurking, so when I open this door, be ready to shoot first and ask questions later. Fred nodded. So did Jim. Here we go, Mike replied, and then he turned the handle. He pushed the door open, and the cold morning light greeted their face. In front of them was a metal landing, black and shiny, covered in snow, and no zombies. Mike stepped outside and turned to face the stairs that led down to the ground, with his gun pointed forward. He motioned for the guys to follow after him. One by one, they stepped out into the cold and onto the snowy landing. So far, so good, Mike replied, then looked out across the parking lot where trucks used to load and unload. There were no zombies out and about on this Christmas morning, at least not in the back. Why didn't we come this way the first time, Jim asked, looking around. We would still have to come through the front parking lot in order to get here. I figured it's best just to come in the way we did instead of risking everything to get back here, Mike replied, breath white in front of him. Makes sense, Fred replied. If the zombies hadn't been so packed against the glass this morning, we would have left the way we came in. That's the one part of my plan that hasn't worked out, but I always have a plan B, Mike replied. Let's quit talking and go. My feet are cold and my body's numb. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to get done so I can get home, Fred replied. With his gun in front of him, he made his way down the icy, snow-covered metal stairs. After you, Jim replied, ushering Mike forward. Mike followed Fred, and when both men reached the ground, they stopped. Jim joined them a second later. Still zombie clear, Fred replied. But when we turn the corner of this building, all hell is going to break loose, Jim replied. So be it. Let's just get to stepping, Mike replied, and started moving forward, taking the lead once again. Next episode, the story concludes. And if you need to reach me, zombiebeach3 at gmail.com is the place to do it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in.